Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Despotism, Time for a Change. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And tonight is Friday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, in the year 2023. So happy Cinco de Mayo Day, if that's what you're doing. I guess for those of you out there that want that little Hispanic touch, you're going to be doing some tacos tonight or burritos. I'll bet they call that cultural appropriation. That's all right. I'll take it. We need like Bard's Taco Truck Friday. That would be awesome. Patriots, right now we're sitting in a scene across this nation that political science would redefine as despotism. It's a form of government in which a single entity rules with absolute power. And if you have read your Declaration of Independence and your Constitution, you'll understand very clearly that that is completely wrong. That we are supposed to be a government by and for the people, and government is supposed to be subordinate to the wills of the people. But that's not what we have become. So tonight we're going to dig into some of that and talk about some of the examples and the insanity that's rolling around our world which never ceases. It's always amazing how it just continues to grow like a cancer. And I think people are getting accustomed to it. That's what's even more dangerous. One thing you don't want to do is get accustomed to the idea that food shortages are not going to be real. Food is a weapon system. It's one of the oldest weapon systems known to man, along with immigration. And they are gearing up to create a real summer of challenge and a next year of challenge and probably a next few years of challenge. Our agricultural production is down. We're seeing skyrocketing costs of living going up. The average household income is buying about 35% less for basic household needs. That's the real inflation numbers. And we haven't seen an increase in wages, even though they try to tell you with all these garbage reports about the job growth, it's not happening. The markets are shrinking. Dollars buying less. Inflation is a built-in aspect of taking away money from you and they're jacking inflation higher, much higher than they're telling you. So Patriots, right now it's time more than ever to make sure you are prepared. And to do that, you need to make sure and have a baseline of emergency food on hand. Patriots, with all the danger out there in today's world, many Americans are concerned about the very real possibility of prolonged food shortages. That's why I urge everyone to secure a supply of long-term emergency food while you still can. And I highly recommend you choose My Patriot Supply as your supplier. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. And right now, they're offering a special deal when you buy their three-month emergency food kit, which lasts up to 25 years in storage. With each kit you order, you'll receive a bonus package of crucial survival gear worth over $200 for free. The three-month emergency food kit guarantees your family will have peace of mind during a disaster and the survival gear will help you be even more prepared. The kit includes breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks with over 2,000 calories a day. Best of all, this food is tasty. Your whole family will love it. 
To get your emergency food and your free survival gear worth over $200, go to preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. Patriots, there's no time to waste. There definitely isn't any time to waste. These are critical hours in which we live, and the clock is ticking on a daily basis. Now, before we get going tonight, I do want to bring your attention to the fact that Bards Fest tickets for Yuba City are now on sale. You can go to the website, bardsfm.com, or you can just type in bardsfest.com, and you'll find it. And it's right there. It's a good description of what's going on, and you're going to find that the tickets are all easy to purchase with our own ticket program, rather than having to rely on the folks of the cancel culture that own all the current ticket platforms. Same as we did last time with a suggested donation. Suggested donations, $100 a person. That's for three and a half days, basically. And it includes dinner and night. So it's a great deal. It's a time to come together. It's going to be a fantastic event. We're really looking forward to partnering with the Church of Glad Tidings. They're super people, super excited about having us there, excited to have everyone there. You're going to get a list of the speakers when you go over to the site to see who's coming in, and we're getting more lined up. And it's just an exciting event. So head on over there and check it out. Type in bardsfest.com, get your tickets. It's, like I guess it is donation-based, so we give a recommendation, but we want everybody to be able to come. And that's really important. And it is important right now to be part of this at this point in time. We need to be building fellowship and connections across this nation. And these festivals are intended for that. They're basically like campfires and bringing in the troops and getting everybody rallied up, feeling the power of the Holy Spirit and going forward with there. There's going to be some continued updates on the websites each day. So continue to check in there. We have a lot of things rolling and developing. So again, head on over to bardsfest.com, check it out. You'll be very happy you did. We're excited about coming there. One last comment, because people have been asking about camping. There's not camping specifically at the location, but there are plenty of camp spaces around Yuba City. We'll get some of those listed. We don't have those listed right now, but by Monday or Tuesday, we'll have those up. We do have a number of hotels listed in the area, and we'll continue to add to that within driving distance. Easiest airport to fly into right now, I think, is Sacramento or Oakland. Oakland. You can also fly into San Francisco. Those are coming some of your three. I don't know if San Jose has an airport, but anyway, those are all within about 90 minutes or so of Yuba City. So exciting times. Do check it out. Hope everybody will be there. We want to pack that place. We have a max cap of about 900, and it would be great to see as that 900 Bards Nation people there to just raise it up. So check it out. All right, Patriots. So one of the things that we are really looking at right now is accountability, which we don't have any in our government. But our corporations, fortunately, are learning a little bit of accountability. And that's a good start. And this is thanks to loyal Patriots. Now, we've been following the destruction of the Anheuser-Busch brand, and hopefully the entire corporation would be my hope, for deciding to take a walk down the ESG dark side of promoting this pervert and perversion of, did I say pervert? I did say pervert, perversion of transgenderism. I'm sure that was not a slip. Maybe it was. Accidental? Probably not. But the perversion of transgenderism that has infected our culture. And with this, we are seeing the patriots are rallying and holding hard on their line, and I hope that they continue to, because this is no time to play around. This is not a intermittent or a transient phase of a corporation making a simple mistake. This is all about social engineering and forcing everybody 
to join into this idea that there is a pluralized culture, that there's the two genders that they want you to embrace are cis and transgenderism, which means that you embrace everything, including the mutilation of children, having sex with dogs, identifying as a cat. I don't know. Anything you say under that sun if, with those two, with their approaches, anything's legal. And that's exactly wrong, and it's exactly satanic in everything they do. In the latest gaffe that they've made, as we've watched Anheuser-Busch implode in their sales, and again, patriots, please encourage your friends to quit drinking that garbage water, brew their own beer, or find an alternative brand that isn't owned by these big corporate mega companies. Buy local, buy a pub beer, whatever. It's locally brewed. Brew your own. That'd be great. But stay away from these big brands. Time to break and go local. And with that, we see the, that so far Anheuser-Busch is, is actually cons, concerned about even surviving out of this, which hopefully they don't. The next one right now is Fox News. Now, I don't know the whole issue around Tucker's release. He's talking a lot of truth. I respect that. I do want to highlight something I forgot to highlight. Probably one of the most human thing I've heard anybody in the elite circle say, and it came from Tucker Carlson, and I salute him for this. When asked how it was when he was not at Fox, he was riding around in, with his wife in his golf cart, and he, he responded by saying he was enjoying retirement, and especially for the first time in years that he's been able to enjoy a dinner at home with his wife. That is, whatever Tucker Carlson is or isn't is irrelevant to me at that point, He's got a focus on the right attitude at that point in time of all the things he could have responded with. Values for family is number one. So I give a hat tip to him for that. It's a reminder that all this other nonsense in the end of the day isn't as important as our families. All that said, Fox News numbers are imploding, thankfully. And Patriots, it's going to be up to us whether they survive. If we do this for this blind forgive and forget and move on and come back to them, they're not going to learn a lesson. We have to bury these companies. Right now, Fox is on the on the bubble because it has been a patriot or a conservative news outlet. It has violated a major tenant. There's no reason to have let go Fox or let go of Tucker, whatever they did. At least not that we understand. So it's good to hear, as Megan Kelly reports here, how bad it's being, how bad the Fox News is being hit. They've lost almost two-thirds of the audience that helps pay their bills. They're left with about a third of their audience. I mean, that's stunning. And I looked up and down the board at the rest of the primetime, which with all due respect to the daytime, is all anyone gives a shit about over there at Fox News. The primetime pays the bills, period. They're all down. Um, just did a, qu a quick calculation. The 9 p.m. demo, which of course is Hannity, he follows Tucker, is down almost 40%, down 39%. The 10 p.m. down 24% in the demo, down almost 20% in the total. And I could go on. The 11% got, the 11 o'clock got hurt too. You know how much it costs to produce Jimmy Kimmel's show? I guarantee you it's tens and tens of millions. It could be as much as a hundred million. I have no idea. You know how much Tucker's video costs? Nothing. You know how much Jimmy Kimmel, how many people he gets tuning in on an average night? Just last week, his average was in the overall meaning all viewers, 1.5 million, and the key demo, 236,000. Tucker would have been embarrassed to pull that on any night he was on the Fox News channel. That's what they're getting now. Tucker's numbers were three times the, what Jimmy Kimmel gets. And Tucker's little basement video that he did from clearly like his cabin that he broadcasts out of Maine in literally has 21 million views. Okay, 21 million views. 
Whereas, as I point out, on ABC, a massive network that comes into your home for free that you have to make no effort to find, at best, Jimmy Kimmel can get $1.5 million. He needs to have a little self-perspective before going out there and hurling these insults because he looks a little silly. <laughs> silly would be an understatement. These people's egos are about the size of the Titanic. And they all believe they're greater than they are. The real numbers are, that, and the real indication of the Tucker numbers show you where the focus of media is. It's not on the mainstream channels. It's on the web. It's on social media, which also means that they're going to be doing what they can to try to silence that voice. So be prepared for that. We'll find ways around it, but always be aware that they're going to do everything they can to try to stop people from getting access to where the source of news is. Now, in in an interesting bit of news that came out today, and this came from Ted Nugent, Uncle Ted, they literally, the people that were, allowing, were organizing his concert in Alabama just canceled his concert. You heard that, in Alabama. And why did they do that? Because Ted stood up for border control and called out Governor Abbott to stand up and get that border sealed down in Texas. And so I think what we've actually seen here is the reaction of the castrated transgender pedophile elite that has lost their mind because Ted has such a powerful move, uh, voice that they had literally screamed so loud in Alabama that they got it shut down. Alabama is, is uh, that's kind of surprising. You would have expected it to be conservative, but apparently the year's I would like to think that the reputation of inbreeding was a myth, but I don't know what's happened over there. And unfortunately, sad statement for Alabama. We would have expected, we really would have expected better for that state. And for you all that are in Alabama, I would be throwing a fit over whoever called that out. But anyway, he's, if you aren't following Uncle Ted, he's over on Rumble. And he's on Real America's Voice, I believe. Check it out. Great show. Uh, Shemaine's over there as well. So that's a great show. Oh, and I, I believe Shemaine's going to show up at Bards Fest. So look forward to that too, which is going to be awesome. Patriots, there are a lot of things pressing on us. And it is important to understand just how deep this corruption goes. Believe it or not, they literally just had SatanCon over in Boston, I believe. Event has just taken place, which is thought to be the largest satanic gathering in history. And they called it SatanCon. The annual festival kicked off with a bizarre opening ceremony that saw speakers throw up a few Hail Satans, tear up the Bible in front of a cheering crowd, rip up a version of the American flag, of course, sell a bit of Satan merch, and they even performed unbaptisms. But the arrival of the devil worshippers in Boston kicked off some intense spiritual warfare as crowds of religious groups gathered outside to stage a series of demonstrations saying that they will combat the hellish three-day event with intense prayer. The event marks the 10-year anniversary of the Satan Temple, which claims to have 1.5 million members worldwide. I want you to pay attention to that last number, 1.5 million members worldwide. That's nothing. It's not even 1% of the population. But what they do have is they've got an echo chamber, a big one. They're loud. They're leftists spread their news. The media highlights it. And then guess what? Patriots do the same thing. We just played it here. But there's been so much rhetoric and talk about SatanCon. They're not that big. 
but they get themselves into these places of echo chambers where people believe they're bigger than they are. They're not. I've been saying this all the time. It's not that many people that are stirring the world off the cliff, but it's a loud, vocal number of people that then end up persuading the many. That's the effect of great influence operations. Unfortunately, I even hate to say this, but they're obviously running a pretty good influence operation, and it needs to stop, quite frankly. Tim Poole, who has a good podcast, has a very and a very interesting piece here revealing the insanity of the left's thinking in terms of abortion. Take a listen to this. You believe that the moment after the child is outside of the birth canal, sure. that they are now endowed with human rights. Yes. However, when they are inside of the mother, literally anything you do to them is acceptable because they're inside of the mother. Oh, no, I don't think anything is acceptable, but I think the mother should still have the choice ultimate uh, authority over what happens to her body. But well, there's wait, wait, a child wait, 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 inside wait, wait, of her body. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What about this? meth? Uh, like, should she be allowed to do meth? Yeah. Uh, I think if someone is doing meth while they're pregnant, that it is completely acceptable for something like... Uh, I don't know what the name of the service is in the United States. Child for, services? I guess child ECFS child services. would be... Well, yeah. well, it's her body, though. Yeah, it's her body. If she wants to do meth, what's the big deal? Uh, the big deal is that it's, she's intentionally trying to kill a child. Hold on there a minute. Yeah, and I see where we're going. I don't I don't understand what you're saying. It's her body. It's her if body. If she wants to do meth, what's the problem? And there you go. The left can't face the hard facts of their own rules. Their body, their choice, as long as they know that somebody else is doing the damage. They're caught in contradictions left and right, and their brain can't process the contradictions. We are dealing truly with a retarded section of America. I don't even know how to say it. Brain damage might be nicer. If that makes you feel a little bit better on a word, they're still retarded. These people will openly advocate to kill a baby by vacuuming it out of a mother's womb. But if a mother is going to do meth and cause the baby damage, they're trying to say that the mother needs to have me taken charge of by family services. There's no logic in what they do. They're insane. They are, they are advocating for things that are straight up evil. And they'll continue to do so because they don't have the brain capacity left to think through logically on what they're causing. These people are a cancer to society. And there's no coexisting with them. I've been saying this. You can talk all day long about how we're going to try to help bring them to a greater realization. You can't bring these people to realization. What will bring them to the realization will be the consequences of living through the world which they want to create. So I highly recommend for leftists out there that are probably equally triggered now and are trying to shut the show off. Don't shut the show off. Don't shut the show off. Just listen to me. Be, be calm. Breathe. Breathe. I know you're going to be in a paper bag right now. You're going to be in the... <laughs> Don't do that. It's okay. We care about your health. We'll pray for you. But here's the deal. This is what we want you to do. We want you to take control of your big cities. We want to see all the blue cities become more leftists. Okay, we want you to live in the cities. We want you to get rid of all the conservatives. We want you to live by your own rules. Matter of fact, we'll encourage you. We'll even we'll even go so far as tell you we'll never come in there. That's okay. And we want you to take away your guns. And everybody that's in there, we want you to don't have any guns. That's bad. That's bad. And we want you to live by your rules. That's what we want. And let us know how that works. Send us a postcard or something because it's, you know, it's kind of like sending a postcard from hell, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it. It's not a problem. It's a good thing. And with that, I think there'll be a greater awakening. And, and when you come crying to our doorstep, begging for help, 
We'll pray for you. That's all I'm going to say. Good luck. Hope you enjoy the ride. Patriots, there is an interesting reality that we are also facing is the amount of control that the intelligence agency has over our government. Tucker Carlson was on a podcast today and was talking about this in his own experience, which is a little bit, it's more than disturbing. It's real. And it's what keeps Congress in line with the deep state agenda. It's blackmail, it's leverage. And the problem is it's all of our three-letter agencies that are involved in this. There are members of Congress who are controlled by the intel agencies. I'm not speculating on this. You know, I I lived there for 35 years. I know this. I had a very high-ranking, very high-ranking member of the House Intel Committee tell me at dinner at a restaurant in Washington when he'd been drinking, we got to talk about this. And I said, oh, I'll text you. He goes, I, I can't text. And I said, why is that? And he goes, well, because NSA reads my text. And I said, NSA reads it. Wait, you're the head guy on the intelligence committee. You're their boss. You're providing oversight in our constitutional system. He's like, yeah, but, you know, they're still spying on me. First thing. Second thing, Michael McCall, right. who is, you know, <laughs> the leader of, I would say, the neocons uh, in the House, kind of low-key uh, neocons, but but neocons. Um, what I got into an argument with him once last year on the phone. He told somebody that I was a Russian agent or something, and I was outraged. So I called him on the phone, and I, you know, I used bad language. I was really mad. And uh, he said, whoa, 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 I, I just got that. You know, that's what the intel briefers told me, that you were working for Russia. And I said, that's what the intel briefers told you? You believe your fucking intel brief? Like, how yeah. old are you, son? You yeah. know, I'm from D.C. My dad was in this world. Like, yeah. you don't, you're being manipulated by your intel briefers. Tip of the hat for Carlson here for just being, like, unleashed lately. And I do say this. I mean, I've listened to one of the leaked tapes today, which is inappropriate to play here. And, by the way, apologies for the words. I didn't even hear that when I did the brief, the preview of this before we got on. But he was just dropping the truth bombs with some heavy-duty language for one of his guests, which was just a creep, leftist creep. Carlson is, they're trying to disparage him right now, as Dan Bongino said they would do. The problem is it's blowing up in the face of Fox News. They're thinking that they're going to disparage him by showing that Tucker Carlson isn't quite as proper as the bow tie suggests. Thank goodness. I'm gaining some respect for Tucker Carlson because I don't have a lot of respect for the bow tie thing or whatever he wears. I do have a lot of respect for somebody that has the courage to speak truth, even if it's harsh and brutal. And he has been doing that lately. So, again, tip of the hat. We'll see where all this goes. I always keep myself a little bit out of the main commitment ring on these. But nonetheless, whatever's going on with Fox News, glad to see them get torched. It's time anyway, because they're all just part of the mainstream media of garbage. And we just need to continue to encourage that destruction. And hopefully we'll continue to hear more truth come out of it as a result. Patriots, though... One thing we also are facing with is complete betrayal of our nation. Not only do we have betrayal of our, by our political institutions, blackmailed by our intelligence agencies, not only do we have betrayal 
within our media, which we know is there, it's just gotten more obvious and coming more to the surface. Not only do we have betrayal, betrayal by our court systems, which have continued to uphold the right of the Church of Satan to corrupt our youth, including in Pennsylvania, where they have now said that schools have to support an after-school program for kids, which recently one of the Satanist representatives showed up in story hour for kids dressed as Baphomet. A good idea. Great way to encourage kids for a moral upbringing. That's in, that's legally protected in the state of Pennsylvania. But we also have this corruption within our banking systems that is all designed ultimately to pull the rug out from underneath the United States. Now, women, I want you to pay special attention to this because this is a woman CEO of Citicorp, Citibank. And I want to ask you a question as women, which I, I've been pondering and I don't have an answer for. But it doesn't quite resonate with me. Women want, have fought for equal rights. I'm not accusing anybody of being in an equal rights movement, but people have fought for it. Women have fought for equality. So we've seen a great deal of women rise to the power positions within corporations. This is, a, is one of them. This woman is a lying whore as she speaks to Congress. I'm just going to be blunt. And there's crickets coming from women across the nation. Somehow it's okay. I don't get it. I also don't get this piece of transgenderism where men are acting as women and stealing the rights of women. We have created a more hostile environment towards women than in any other time in history. And it's all happening on the back of women's rights. Where's the outrage, women? You were, And I'm saying this very respectively because if it hadn't been for the women in our nation, conservative women fighting for freedom... During COVID con, it was not the men that took the step forward. It was the courageous women, the majority of them. So again, I say so many times, thank goodness, literally thank God for women in this time. But where's the outrage now? Take a listen to this piece. Um, thank you very much for the opportunity to answer the question. Uh, I do not believe, certainly since uh, I took over as CEO, but I don't believe before that either that we have played a meaningful role, um, if any role, in the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative. Okay. Liar. Liar. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are Liar. people supposed to go to jail when they lie? Yeah. In so Congress? remember, she, is she was testifying before the U.S. Congress. So anything that came from her mouth, if found untrue, this person should be subpoenaed. She was lying because immediately she dropped that words we went to the city website official website and we have a screenshot showing that the uh, city was awarded uh, by the by ccp for uh, supporting the one road one belt uh, investment opportunity and they even showed that there was uh, a um, person like city's global finance strategy person got the award from the ccp and um so I applaud Congressman Lance Gooden for grilling these American top CEO of, I mean, she's the CEO of Citigroup, one of America's oh, largest and, yeah. and, you know, old banks. Right. And uh, she's lying about the CCP's, uh, uh, you know, doing business with Citi and about Citi's role in helping the CCP with its financial uh, growth. So that lady was lying right before the u.s congress so i i want to show this clip to everybody because mainstream media they downplayed it and mm -hmm. uh today there are many people 
trust Citigroup, but we like to call them out. We need to call them out. And need to get you, if you have your money with Citibank, you have anything with them, get rid of it. These people are just treacherous. They will do anything to undermine the United States because they're all about the greater wealth of their profit. Remember, banks are not your friends of any kind. Credit card companies are not your friends. And all of this is about taking your money and creating fake money out of it that gives them the leverage to buy up things and ultimately loan it back to you with an interest rate, which they're not going to pay you, and create a debt slave system. It's in simple form, right? So this is now another case of a open lying to Congress. They feel that they're above the law. And this is the sort of thing we need to start seeing some major accountability. Part of that accountability is when people start to put down their, the attraction of the credit cards and the attraction of the easy money and start really stepping in and realizing that the only way forward here is to go back, to get back to cash, to get back to transactions and living without debt and start buying local. Those are the principal issues. And when we start getting to those fundamental things, we will create a tectonic shift in the economy. The economy is much more fragile than they're trying to tell you. They're going to tell you quite the opposite. They're going to tell you that the economy is resilient, that it can withstand shocks, that it can withstand consumer behavior changes. The answer is no, it can't. No, it can't. The consumer has all the power. The dollar has all the power in your vote. And if we stop buying and participating in their economies and start going purely local with what we're buying, small ma and pops, and encouraging innovation on a local level, you will see the very quick and destruct and massive destruction of these corporate powers. Bed Bath & Beyond should be a banner on everybody's, be a poster or bumper sticker on everybody's car to remind them of the power of what happens when you turn your back on patriots. We need to drive the success of this boycott with Anheuser-Busch to see them go into Chapter 11 or Chapter 7. And we need to be doing the same with Fox News and every other media agency out there. These are things that we have the power to do, and when we can affect them, they are to make the positive change that we need. It's going to require us to be diligent, though, and loyal to whatever boycott or disruption you want to do. Now, one of the things that we are facing, though, is an eminent danger coming from our southern border. Michael Yon is one of the best reporters I know out in battle zones, in particular right now on the border. Michael Yan and I have never met, but we were in Afghanistan at the same time. He was in Jalalabad when I was in RC South down near Kandahar. Today, I was able to make a connection with Michael Yan. He's, he's down there now at the border. And tomorrow, I'll be interviewing him for a show Monday night. I'm anxious to talk to him. Michael Yan's been dropping some truth bombs about what's going on at the border. Here's a little snippet of what he's seeing. Uh, massive human osmotic pressure is being created in in the service of weaponized migration. The weaponized migration is a replacement strategy. It is, they're open about it. They don't hide it. They're in your face. And of course, then they say you're a conspiracy theorist, even though they published the book on it, right? <laughs> even though they say it constantly in the World Economic Forum. And CCP is, is very clear about it. Chinese Communist Party is crystal clear. That's why when you're in uh, Hong Kong, you'll see the, you'll look at the top of my Twitter. You'll see the Chai Nazi sign. That was a photo I took in Hong Kong. The, uh, the Hong Kongers call the Han Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party uh, masters, they call them Chai Nazis because Nazism is basically just adding a huge component of racism to fascism. You know, I love Europe. I love rolling around Europe, but I'm not a slave. 
and the whole slave mentality just permeates across Europe and a lot of America. And a lot of these people that are coming in here, they have no concept whatsoever of a constitution. A lot of Americans have no concept of a constitution. That's why these people that are coming in will be eventually perfect slaves. They're, they're, coming, they're being sent to the United States and induced and pushed and pulled as, as a replacement strategy, just like Stalin did in Ukraine with the Holodomor just like Mao did, just like so many people have done throughout space and time, the weaponization of migration is, is, is a, is a well-known uh, war tactic and strategy, and, and that's what's unfolding. And it is unfolding, and we have a crisis facing down there. By the way, that was the, that was the intro piece to Alex Jones interviewed with Michael Yon today. So, Patriots, here, here's the thing. We, we have been told over and over about an imminent invasion on the southern border. And... We, every time that they threaten to have hundreds of thousands cross the border, nothing really manifests. I don't think that's the case this time. What Michael Yon's been reporting, and it's been coming out from other sources, is that the, there are fighting-age Chinese males in a mixed with all of these other immigrants coming up. And these are a variety of people getting ready to step across the border in a form of invasion. Now, in some positive news on this today, there is some movement down on the Texas border towns. There are DAs and there are sheriffs working together and they're on, they're leveraging a law that they've discovered that was put on the Texas books. And I believe it was back in 1972 that essentially says that when a government governor declares that there is a imminent invasion on the border, that it gives the, the sheriffs the same authority as the governor to mobilize a posse and to deputize its people. These things are beginning to happen, and Texas is going to take a very firm stand on invasion. Unfortunately, we're not going to get the same support from California or Arizona, which means these immigrants are going to be channeled, and these fighting-age males are going to be coming across in force. I don't know what the response is going to be in our country. We are sitting at a point right now which would be nice to believe that we could trust our military, but unfortunately, with the Navy now pushing out a cross-dresser for recruitment, and other things with the Army doing its stuff with the VAX and about 25% of the military command as a whole turned to the dark side, it is difficult to say where our military sits. There has been an apprehension by our military all along to get involved in domestic issues, even though these are imminent threats to our nation. What I'm going to tell you is that we are faced with a turning point in our nation's history. And regardless of whether it's this moment of the invasion that be, would, will begin on May 11th or whether it's something else down the road, the threat is real and the international players want to see the United States destroyed from within with a mass immigration that will change the demographic landscape for us forever. These people coming across the border have no sense of a constitution. They are violent driven. There's many criminals embedded in them. And if you roll back to the concept of the plan that was put before that Hillary Clinton was going to execute the final phases of the destruction of the United States, she as the hand puppet of the deep state, would have been to bring forth MS-13 cartels and a variety of others and ultimately make them part of the policing structure in the United States so that it would be perpetual terror and horror in our country forever. If there's any time right now for patriots to take a stand, it's now. And it's now to start being active in your community. Take your preparation seriously. Start talking to your, to your community leaders. Start talking to your community members. Make them aware of the imminent threat. People aren't going to listen, unfortunately. We can hope for a few, but at least you put the seed in place. 
Sadly, Americans are in a place right now where they have been so effectively manipulated and dumbed down that they're not paying attention to the critical details that, are, that our government is doing. We live with a despotic government. It is a tyranny right now that has taken total control, is ignoring the Constitution, and is dictating policies that are they're trying to engineer to destroy the United States permanently. The preservation of the United States will, as it is now, as it began in its beginning, be based on the heart of the patriot. There's no denying that. But here's one of the obstacles we face. Keep in mind that Operation Paperclip, or Operation, I think it was Operation Paperclip, there was the operation to bring Nazis over after World War II. They embedded themselves deeply throughout our government, thousands more than they ever told us. The CIA was the bridge, and they brought them into the country. These people understand and understood chemicals. They understood influences, and they have worked overtime over the years to create an environment where people have become numb and dumbed down. Nazi scientists knew that there were certain things, chemicals, that they could put in food and water and medication to dumb down the brain, uh, damage the body, make the person weaker so that they could be more controllable. Things like fluoride, chlorine in the water, uh, mercury and, and aluminum in your food, all these things, when you ingest them, basically create heavy metal toxins in your body. And after a while, you become like a walking antenna. You become almost metallic. You pick up the ELF and microwave signals and scalar waves that are transmitted from satellites and cell phone towers, etc., so that you're constantly uh, available for programming 24-7. It's a sad reality, but unfortunately, that's what has happened to a large degree of our nation, especially since the injection. The injection was a critical piece. If they had been so successful with their other programs from chem spraying to food and water, they wouldn't have needed to do the injection. But it was obviously a critical component to their strategy against humanity and against this country. The injection was incubated here. Remember that. Never forget that. Never forget the fact that the Pentagon funded the bioweapons labs for years that Fochi wasn't just an anomaly. It was part of a strategic operation, a strategic plan to literally change the entire face of the United States forever and the world. Never forget who was involved in this. Our bioweapons labs that are all over the world were part of a greater strategy to blackmail the world into a hegemony of the dollar, to keep people locked into a debt slave system working in conjunction with the central bank, central banks. And our Pentagon waged war against the U.S. population. They want to point the finger at the CCP. They can't because they were, I'm sure they were complicit agents in all of this. But the reality is that these fundings came from here. These ideas came from here and from the bowels of our Pentagon that was supposed to be protecting the nation. The same Pentagon that's apprehensive to put anybody on the border. The same Pentagon that held back on sending the National Guard in to protect the patriots on January 6th. The same government that implanted people within the January 6th movement that are now putting people away for life for 20 years for simply being protesters and walking into the people's capital. This is who we're dealing with. These people are treacherous, they're despotic, and every bit of my bone and body tells me they must be removed permanently in order for us to restore this nation. We have the Air Force that's been actively moving immigrants around this nation. We have FEMA that has been housing these immigrants in FEMA camps around this nation. We have weapons caches that are being made available to them. This is very real. 
They are preparing for a destruction from the country from within, and they're trying to keep everybody blind. They're not talking about the destruction of the economy. They're not talking about the invasion of illegal immigrants. They're not talking about the death count from the COVID shot. All of that, always blaming something else, calling it conspiracy theory, and instead worrying about stupid things like Hunter Biden's laptop, which had been given to every single senator and congressman that was of importance, including Grassley, two or three years ago. None of this is new. Congress has had this, all of them. And every single one of them now is waving the flag of, of deception, which unfortunately within the framework of the cult of Q, the excuse is, well, we have to wake up the normies. Patriots, we're long past that point. Let's get real. Our country is in an imminent threat, and it's we're looking at the destruction of the United States in a way that we may not be able to recover. Yellen has told us that we're going to run out of money next month. They know what's coming. They understand very clearly what's coming. They understand that soon the game is going to be up. That when we wake up to the fact that they've raped and pillaged all the financial system, that there really is no money in the pensions, the 401ks, the IRAs. When we wake up to the fact that the country is completely broke and we don't have the gold reserves. When we wake up to the fact that the immigration was a plan, not, not an accident or, or policy or bad policy, but it was a plan to destroy us from within a replacement strategy that they were counting on wiping out and killing off a large percentage of Americans so that they could replace them with willful slaves. Never forget who was doing this. Never forget that it was your politicians, that it was the lawyers, that it was the teachers that were compliant to the unions. Never forget this, that it was the corporate CEOs that bowed down to the ESG scores so they could push transgender policies in their advertisement campaigns to try to influence youth and mainstream an idea of complete satanic debauchery. Never forget that. These people are criminals, all of them, and every one of them needs a traitor's end. Every one of them. They have turned their back on the Constitution against the American people, and the only way forward is to make sure that we ensure that they will be held accountable to a traitor's end. It's that simple. The one thing we need to be reminded of, though, is the power of standing up for truth. And that takes us back to world after World War II and the Nuremberg trials. The charges we have brought accuse the defendants of having committed crimes against humanity. The same acts we have declared under count one as crimes against humanity are alleged under count two as war crimes. It is therefore wholly fitting for this court to hear these charges of international crimes and to adjudge them in the name of civilization. I accuse 22 defendants selected by me on the basis of their education. Many of them had PhD, one had a double doctorate, and their rank, generals and colonels of the SS, uh, and accused them of the calculating murder of over a million innocent men, women, and children. Uh, that was my first case. I'd never been in a courtroom in my life. I arrested my case in two days. I convicted all of them. We asked the court to affirm by international law the right of all people to live in peace and human dignity, regardless of their race or creed. That was my opening paragraph. Uh, in the Heinzelsgruppen trial. And uh, I, I got that from the judges. 
we have to, more important is to prevent it from happening again. And I've been working on that for the rest of my life. And uh, it's very hard to do. That was Benjamin Ferenc, who was the attorney that led the Nuremberg trials. And it's a fantastic statement to a dedication to what it takes to bring people to justice. We have to understand that this is not ever going to be an easy fight, that the enemy that we face is persistent and it will never give up because it hates humanity and it hates God's creation. They are truly satanic based. They are obsessed with power and money. They love the idea that they are two-bit gods in their minds. And they believe that they are superior to all the humanity on the earth. These people are truly a scourge, a cancer. And they must be removed as any cancer is being removed. You don't negotiate with cancer. You destroy it. Our country is being run by these fools, by these despotic idiots, these psychopathic pedophiles. They love children. They like to destroy children. And because in doing so and harming them and abusing them, they create the next generation of psychopaths or victim slaves. Right now, our country is at a critical moment. We've been heavily beat down over the last three years. We've been weakened on many levels. People have been put through a trauma that's difficult to describe or even have they were never prepared for, and it's difficult even to explain it to them now. Some people will be permanently damaged from this, both physically and mentally. But here's the upside. In spite of that, we know one thing. We have the greatest on our side. We have God. And it will take the heart of a true patriot, the belief in the power of God. And we're reminded with Gideon, it only took 300. God isn't looking for massive numbers. He's looking for the true believers. And right now, more than ever, is where our line has to be drawn. We have to be prepared for what's to come, but not be fearful of it. We have to understand that things are probably going to get a little bit rough. But if we turn to him and we trust in him, there is no fear. And if we face those challenges before us, trusting in his guidance, we will overcome. These aren't intended to be easy times. A nation that has fallen as far as we have, where a large percentage of this nation still believes that aborting a child is a normal and natural process for a human. A nation that tolerates pedophile teachers in their ranks. A nation whose parents agree that having children castrated is normal. An idea that we have an entire movement of liberal and moderate believers in this nation who don't walk with God, who are marginal atheists, who believe that the mutilation of children, the abortion of babies, the whole idea of racial problems and differentiation is normal. These people are deeply corrupted. And sadly, they are going to seek to defend the system which they are part of. They are the problem. The cult is the problem. And as we've awakened, we've realized that we're no longer part of their cult. But the cult becomes violent when the cult gets threatened. And right now, you're seeing a lot of threatening of the cult. Around this nation, we're seeing a a rapid increase in the push for things like gun control and more policies to support pedophiles. That's done for a reason. Something's brewing. And whatever it is that they see, we can sense. And if you search your gut, you're going to feel the same way. I don't have the when or the where or even the what, but I do know this. 
when an enemy starts to move aggressively in the open and they start to reveal themselves, it's not just because they're arrogant or they're confident. It usually means that they have to accelerate things to try to seal a victory. Something's off. Our enemy, our government, who is our enemy, and all of its agents of terror that work with it, know that something's coming. They, they're moving quickly to try to subdue the masses. Right now, more than ever, is when a good warrior stands quietly, observes everything, and is not phased by their antics. But you're smart and you're prepared. This is time when you ensure that your sword is as sharp as it can ever be. This is time when you make sure your kit is secure and ready. This is when you sit quietly and observe, and when the opportunity arises, you jump and spring like a lion, and you destroy them. This is where we are, so prepare. Keep your head in this game. Focus and understand that we actually have the advantage, not them. They're panicking, and there's a good reason they are. So whatever's on the horizon, it doesn't matter. What we do know, one thing and one thing for sure, God is with us in this fight. He will be with us all the way in this fight. All we have to do is trust in him. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we're blessed for this time that we're together. We're blessed for this fellowship that we have seen evolve and to continue to connect across this globe beyond borders. Father, we pray right now for the patriots and this remnant that's all over this world, a time to be solid in their stance rock solid on the rock of faith, clear in their heart and clear in their thoughts. We pray for high levels of discernment. We pray for the patience and yet the agility to spring like a lion when the call is made. We pray for people to lean into you and to hear your voice clearly. And we pray for fearlessness in the face of chaos. Guide us in this time, Father. Lead us and ensure our safety. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. No quarter, patriots. There's a reason that the Bard's flag is black. No quarter. No quarter given. We do not negotiate with terrorists. We do not negotiate with pedophiles. We do not negotiate with psychopathic freaks. They're trying to destroy the children. They're trying to kill the elderly. They're trying to kill you. Give no quarter. Pray into it, get strong, be true, and above all, walk with Christ. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible.
Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 